the 18th episode of the NL Feast podcast. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the birthday gift from my brother to the me, Brandon Gross. Oh my God, I'm a Marlins, what do you call those mugs again? It's a Yeti, it's a, a Yeti, Yeti cup. Oh Check my God, that's so nice. That's Dude, such a nice gift. I, I wish I had recorded my reaction because I was hanging out in the kitchen um, and with Miranda and I like was like opening up. I was like, oh, Max got me a birthday gift and it showed up um, and I was like had a genuine like Aww. earnest like, oh, this is the best thing ever reaction. And that's I just so desperately sweet. wish. Yeah, desperately wish I had recorded it at all. But I don't think I don't, that's not how my brain works. I'm not like I'm opening something. I need to record it. I'm just like, oh, this is a sweet thing. I'm going to like t- I'm just going to rip this package open right away. <laughs> has has this podcast because uh, I got you a, a small Marlins, like nothing as nice as that. And then I know some of your friends also got you the the City Connect Marlins jersey as well. Has this podcast yes. caused your friends and fam to get you more Marlins-centric gifts? That's a great question. Um, I would say yes. I would say definitely yes. Um, I got some baseball cards for my birthday this year as well. All Marlins-themed, obviously. Um I think the podcast has specifically, and I think also like with the podcast, I talk now just like socially and casually about the Marlins and, and like our records and stuff more often. So people are just like kind of have it ingrained in their brain um, that I'm like the commissioner of my fantasy baseball league now, Brandon, as you know. <laughs> um, and I think just like all of this kind of like built up to me receiving like a like a, a great amount of Marlins specific gifts. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, Brandon, you got me a Marlins gift. For my I birthday. did, but yeah, but like these other ones are so much nicer. Mine was like a small like novelty. <laughs> you know on, what I mean? Now nah, mine Don't... was like if you stopped at the Cracker Barrel and like. In, in St. Augustine, and you're like, I guess I'll get this weird magnet, you know? I don't believe this, but I'm going to continue this riff. It's like when you're like leaving uh, your destination on vacation and buy something in the airport gift store on your way out. Exactly, yeah. But I, yes. no, listen, there was thought put into mine. I got you a, an old school Marlins logo like pin. I thought, because I was like, Sam wears like cool denim jackets, I think, right? Hey, yeah, <laughs> I do wear, I, listen, I wear cool denim jackets, baby. Don't you worry. I also feel like I didn't preface this loudly and bold enough to, I really do appreciate appreciate the gift i just had to keep the riff yeah going, that's, that's why on, i brought this I... up i wanted to hear that again <laughs> what am i not gonna yes and brandon come on <laughs> please brandon what's going on with you though my friend how are you been? uh not too bad i actually watched uh i watched a documentary on woodstock 99 oh oh wait the ringer one yeah the ringer one yeah yeah oh, have no you seen way. that okay i heard about this i haven't seen it but it's on my list of yeah, things yeah. that i want to yeah, watch simmons uh bill simmons uh uh produced it how was it was it good it was like extremely depressing oh, i was okay. I, it was like funny because you see all these bands that are just like uh that are just like the, the cringiest bands of all time but <laughs> it's okay. funny because <laughs> there was such a window in american music that was just in between grunge and in between i guess pop punk there was such a window yeah. of like this new metal yeah, like dude. aggro monster Limp music, Biscuit. and that was that time period. So they booked all of those bands. They booked Limp oh Bizkit. They booked. Yeah. They booked. Uh, I don't know. I think like Corn. Corn was Korn there. Um, okay. Rage Against the Machine is not that, but like they still have no, like we... an aggressive nature to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chili Peppers were there, which is better, <laughs> but still in the yeah, ballpark, you great. know. But um, my biggest surprise from that was. How I didn't know that Flea actually played naked. I thought he just always had a sock on his genitals, but like he no, was fully naked. He was fully naked, and in the documentary, you just see like 
You just see him, and he's just like flapping around and stuff. And oh my god, God, it was like such a nightmare, like time period for music yeah, and dude. for culture, and it was, ugh, it was, it like gave me the chills, and it was the opposite because I watched the other music documentary on McCartney with Rick Rubin. Okay. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I've heard about dude, it. Dude, well. watch my, I, that. I've been bad slacking. That's better. That, oh, of course it's better. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like, it's a, uh, that's like uplifting cool because it's the first time you see Paul McCartney. It's called McCartney 3 to 1, by the way, if you've not mm-hmm. seen it. It's on Hulu. It's Rick Rubin basically playing, playing Beatles and solo McCartney and Wings music to Paul McCartney and him listening to it and talking about it. And it's amazing because you never see Paul so actually cool. li- actively listen to these songs. Like, yeah, that's so cool. I wait. I want to rewind a little bit. I'm not over this flea playing naked thing. I also think <laughs> you're like, oh, very just, cool, very cool. I, I had a joke that I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to squeeze oh, in there, which was. is okay, uh, there it is. That, <laughs> which was oh, so that's how he was slapping the bass. All right, Pretty was that good. necessary, <laughs> sir? No, I think I had to stop the entire show to let you know that I had a good uh, dick slapping joke. Um, also, I feel like that's the that's part of this weird time period where honestly, you and I were growing up, which is like the late '90s, early 2000s. Where it was like full of like those teen sex comedies, like yes. the like the Euro trips and the American mm-hmm. pies, and like nudity was funny and like hypersexualization was funny. It's just like a weird, just like a weird time period to kind of like come of age. That's in. very funny you say that because you haven't seen the documentary, but they mm-hmm. mentioned there's actually some. I think Dave Holmes, the the um, famous MTV VJ, he says he's like, oh, this is the same time people would go see a movie like American Pie and. The the guys and the girls would stand up and clap at the end, despite there being some weird, you know, yeah. sexual harassment uh, plot in American, or scene it, in there. Yeah, and American Pie One, Blink One Eighty Two, like hacks a, a webcam in a girl's bedroom and like watches her change. Do you remember that? Blink One Eighty Two does it. They have a cameo in the movie, and they're like, they're the they're, ones that did that. There's like, oh, they do like a montage of people watching it. And then like Blink-182 is like a gathered around a, a, like a desktop Dude. computer on AOL, like watching it on the camera as like their own little cameo. Isn't that, that's weird, white, white. <laughs> that's weird, white. El- Elmer Fudd. On. <laughs> oh, Elmer Fudd with like, uh, yeah, the takedown of hypersexualization. That's weird, white. I don't like corn. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I think that is strange, but that's the that's the legendary Green Day performance too, right? No, so this is also something I learned that there was Woodstock '94. Do you know this? Oh, okay. so they had Woodstock '94, which uh, they were like was a success, and and yes. that had uh uh you know a lot of the uh, '69 acts came back. So Crosby, Stills, and Nash were there. Santana oh, cool. was there. They had like a, a softer, like more uh, a stronger connection to 1969, and and they also had modern acts like Green Day as well. But in and I think Nine Inch Nails was at that one and not at ninety nine. So ninety nine they went for like a youth movement one. And oh, all the bands that were popular at the time. Kid Rock was there, Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Oh, Kid Rock is another great one that I was when I was we were like brainstorming those new metal bands um that I I left off. Nightmare yeah, time period. Truly a nightmare time period. And then I don't know. That's like that's also, I mean, Enema of the State and Take Off Your Pants. I, I did a Twitter thing, I don't know if you saw, which was named my top five favorite albums. Yeah. Did you see that? And uh, like, I don't know if I read it. It was... <laughs> okay, it completely was like, I don't fair. care what he you don't have my... You don't have post notifications on for me? What are you doing? <laughs> um, and I was like... Hesit- I hesitated and I never ended up pulling the trigger, but I was like, one of the Blink-182 records is definitely... 
definitely in my top five most listened to albums of all time and like still probably qualifies as a, as a favorite record um either anima the state take off your pants and pants a jacket or the self-titled record and i just couldn't pull the trigger on pull it or not so it's kind of funny that you uh that you brought this this time period up because i did uh i was just thinking about music from this decade we're always thinking about music from that decade. <laughs> That's true. I also have been listening to Dookie a ton. Speaking of Green Day, I've been listening to the Dookie full length a lot recently. And Miranda bought me a Dookie shirt at a, at a thrift store. She oh, that's, that's cute. Sick. That's yeah, cute. it's been great. I mean, um, it would be cute if that album was good. Just kidding. I'm wow, kidding. Brandon. I'm kidding. Wait till, wait, till, kidding. wait till our boy Spazzy comes for you. That oh, another, yeah, that's right. They're going to come for me. Spazzy and I have just been bonding over. It turns out we listen to just the exact same music our entire lives, so I thought that was really funny. Oh, Brandon, is that enough nonsense? Do you think we? You think That's we nonsense? Perfect enough? amount of nonsense. Oh, perfect! Not a, a perfect amount of nonsense for a host of a podcast. I really talk very poorly. All right, Brandon. Before we get fud. to. upcoming things we're going to talk about brandon the mets won a series against the blue jays pete alonzo's on fire marlin split a series with the padres the nats lost to the orioles then we got our usuals brandon our degroms of the week our 60 second stories our feast or famines and our upcoming series but brandon before we get to any of that the Braves offense has been exploding as of late, specifically our boy Freddie Freeman, who's maybe, is he the cutest dad in all of baseball, Brandon? I love Freddie. See, Freddie is such, he's like a, next to Jake, he is a, like a permanent DeGrom of the week, honestly, because yes, he's like, I, he's so, he's such like a, a caring guy. You can tell he's a nice guy. And also he just absolutely mashes. And like, even when he started off very slow this year, but now he's like names yeah. in the conversation for MVP. So, which, yeah, which he obviously won last season. And, and he's like, just got he's great wholesome internet content and mm-hmm. seems to be like a phenomenal dad like if your dad was a baseball player a professional baseball player you would hope that he would use his clout to like obviously you hope your son's favorite player is you but if they're not you got to utilize that clout to uh-huh. get to meet your favorite player and in this case there's a lot of fernando tatis content of his son uh, i think charlie's the kid's name yeah, is that so, sound right yeah. Uh, just like freaking out about meeting Tatis and his dad just like bringing him around the all-star game, like playing catch with him in the backyard, playing like uh, lining him up on the batting tee in the backyard, hitting dingers. It's just what a great guy. We love Freddie. Yeah, I think the story was that they said early on in the season when Freddie was was playing poorly that his son was like, Dad, you got to you got to pick it up because I want to meet Tatis (laughs) at the all-star game. And fortunately, that happened. And there was a great uh, video circulating on socials of uh of tatis giving him a hug and then i think tatis sent him a tatis jersey as well and there's yeah. a picture and, and he was waving out. at him when tatis was on the on deck circle yeah. Did you see that and he, they were just like what a fun thing for a, a kid brandon i i told my ryan dempster story on this podcast before right oh yeah okay just make it are you sure i feel like i haven't it was he you mean to you <laughs> No, 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 no. It was the exact opposite situation. I'm just like thinking of like dad baseball bonding moments. And this one stands out to me so clearly. I I don't think I've told the story. I'm going to tell the story. When I was a when I was growing up, for whatever reason, I know what reason I was infatuated with his his facial hair. I thought Ryan Dempster was just the coolest pitcher on the Marlins. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just like super into him. Uh, Thought he was just the greatest. And uh, my dad pulled some strings. I really don't know if, how he did this. It must have been pre 9-11, honestly. That sounds a little dystopic, but like um, called the front office and was just like, hey, my son is a huge Ryan Dempster fan. He would love to meet Ryan Dempster. Is there any way when we come to a game next time that he, we can arrange some sort of meeting? And they just said yes. And so they took us through like the Marlins That's front office 9/11. area. 
Isn't that after 9-11 you could not meet Ryan Dempster <laughs> no you could never meet Ryan Dempster now and he like walked us through the like the they showed the World Series trophy and like this like almost like museum-esque environment and took us in the back and then there was Ryan Dempster in this big circular room and he like I was so scared Brandon I was so petrified that he like shook my hand and signed my baseball I still have the baseball uh, in a case right right in my bedroom um, it was just the nicest guy ever and uh, we talked about it. I remember I forget who had a really poor starting performance today or two previous and I was like he came out and he only threw three pitches I mean three innings and then Ryan was just like oh this is a smart kid just like hyping me up just like a really great experience um, and then we left and my dad and I realized that my dad forgot to bring a camera and there's now no photographic uh, evidence of my meet with Ryan Dempster uh, but now it's a funny story they're so like I sure you met Ryan like Dempster you told everyone at school <laughs> like okay show us a picture Sam yeah, but speaking of just good dad dad baseball moments, that's like an all time. That's a great one. That's, that's a really one. sweet yeah. sweet story on your dad's end as well. Yeah, honestly, like great great a dad thing. I mean, what's the more what's the most classic like father bonding experience other than sports specifically baseball? Baseball, just like, baseball man. Way to step up. Way it's, to step it's, up. It's a yeah. uh, field of dreams. It is dad, field of dreams. Do you have any good? Dad, do you have any you good mud? Catch? <laughs> is that what is that what Kevin Costner says? Dude, okay, so I haven't told you this, but. Uh, I guess I haven't told anybody this. Uh, my plan. Well, I have told you this. I haven't told the audience this. My plan for like some off-season content is that we go back and watch baseball movies and then talk <laughs> about them on the pod. Um, and I've never seen Field of Dreams. You've never seen it. I've never. We're seen about Field to of lose Dreams. listeners on this pod, <laughs> my friend. Come on. Cannot we lost that. all our fans. I know. Well, now it's great because I'm just avoiding baseball movies like The Plague so that I can watch them all over That's the, smart. Over I like the off it. season. That's good yeah, content. Yeah, so just, just a little bit of idea. We need some content. <laughs> but yeah, Brandon, um, you heard about the weird Freddie Freeman statistic that was going around. Dude, I don't even you. understand. So yeah, so Freddie went 35 plate appearances without a swing and miss, which is like, yes. what? I don't even, like, that's never been like a stat that I've followed, you know? Not something that I had ever even really considered as a statistic, but like, they do, like, with like baseball savant they do keep track of all of any sort of content and the quality of the content so it kind of makes sense that this would be a statistic that starts to rear its head around now but just not something i ever thought about yeah like 35 plate appearances either foul tip the ball or put it in play every time he swung um which just seems like an insane thing to do yeah just like very very good classic baseball insane yeah he's a legend but uh so buster only tweeted uh so this is since June 23rd. Doesn't it doesn't include today's doubleheader against the Mets? But um, Freddie has had a 4.45 batting average, 41 for 92, six doubles, seven homers, 15 walks, and only 14 strikeouts during that time Insane. period. Insane. So the that's man's wild. on fire. And I mean, I, you know, that's about when Acuna, I guess, went down. No, I guess Acuna went down like 10 days ago or so. So, but he stepped up tremendously, and I know they obviously picked up the Braves picked up Jock Peterson. And he's been uh, manning right field and leading off for them. And Stephen Voigt, uh, while Darno's out, but Darno's come back soon. So I don't know. You know, the Braves, they have this big series against the Mets right now. It's a five-game series because uh, there's a doubleheader today. Yeah, Braves dude, won the a... first game 2 nothing. Um, so, that. I mean, this is a huge series for them, for both teams, honestly. Because if the Mets, you know, win the next four against the Braves, then they can really bury them and the Braves will be in sell mode. But if the Braves yeah. can win four or five or sweep the Mets, I mean, that's like they're they're in it, man. And then Darno's coming back and Anderson, who's on the IL right now, he'll be coming back. So got to believe in the Braves. I mean, th- three division titles in a row isn't, isn't anything to scoff at. I know they have injuries, but yeah, I mean, they're they were they were obviously up there with the Mets as like 
1A, 1B as favorites in the division. And it's been a weird, weird season for them, again, obviously played by injuries. Also, I know how I know when Ronald Acuna Jr. was injured only based on the timeline of we did our Uncle Nino interview and we mm-hmm. went from like the happiest we've ever been to the saddest we've ever been. So I know <laughs> yeah, yeah. that whatever that week ago. was, that's what we did. It. Also, ago. something that you touched on that I wanted to add is that we didn't really talk about the Jock Peterson acquisition. And I think like add another great personality to the clubhouse. Why don't you Braves? Like doesn't Jock just seem like he immediately came in and got along with everybody? Yeah. And I think uh, he had a big homer, I think, in the last game against the Phillies, I believe. Um, yeah. I mean, a, a great presence on the team. I mean, they've not given up you know, throughout all their injuries. I mean, they added Arcia earlier in the year. Um, uh, And then also a crazy thing that I just found out about that they DFA'd Ender and Ciardi who was not hitting. And it's like, I think he's a three-time gold glover for them. They DFA'd him because Guillermo Guillermo Heredia is like, absolutely, he's not raking, but like he's he's hitting. I mean, in comparison. In comparison. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, the Braves, Braves, so far they have not given up. And that's why I think the series is so huge because it's like trading deadline on Friday, I'm very excited about, but yes. uh, yeah, we'll see what 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 this series also, holds for both teams here. Also, wasn't Travis Darno supposed to be injured for the entire season, and now he's like getting like rearing up for some rehab assignments? What's going on with that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I know like a, that they said that that he uh, he had a broken broken bone. Thumb? Right? I think it was a thumb ligament. Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. So yeah. So he, uh, he they said he's gearing up to to come back. I don't know. I think. Uh, within the next couple also, weeks speaking speaking of rehab assignments did you see that tweet from the port st Lucie cardinals today oh yeah that's a little DeGrom. bit off topic but yeah Degrom is doing another rehab start and last time he famously faced the port st Lucie cardinals and just obliterated those poor i think like single a guys um and now they they like said oh Degrom's anticipating doing a rehab assignment sometime in early august and the port st Lucie cardinals like screenshotted their schedule and was like are you kidding they have like five <laughs> games right in a row <laughs> yeah five or six games in a row against the the single a team yeah that was really cracking me up but honestly i'm glad to see the braves doing this also glad to see the braves doing it this week before the trade deadline like i know that you don't want to see them beat the mets um because for those who don't know brandon diehard mets fan sam diehard marlins fan but if they if they take this series from the mets and like really start to squeeze that gap in between um uh the standings they could very quickly turn back into to buyers at the deadline yeah i mean i really think that the trade deadline is the most interesting we're going to get to it on some of these teams for the nl east because just because you have these teams that are lingering, like the Phillies and Braves, and then of course your Marlins. So like that's that's what I'm most excited to talk about this week. I love the trade deadline, yeah. like that in the hot stove season. I get jazzed for so really excited for this week. Well, Brandon, before we get into the trade deadline stuff, we're going to want to talk a little bit about this series that the Mets played against the Blue Jays and your boy, Pete Alonzo, who famously did 9-11, is on fire. Right I'm now, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember that Twitter interaction with Pete Alonzo where he was like, somebody said Pete Alonzo did 9-11 and he had like a complete freak out about it and, and was like, this is the most disgusting behavior I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, no, I don't remember this at all, it? actually. Really? I remember, I, I know Pete this? deleted Instagram and, and social media and then he came back like a month ago but no i don't remember is that the reason why he deleted it i just remember this god i can't believe i'm gonna I think you I'm made rec- this up <laughs> i did not make this up because i remember like under the tweet people started posting screenshots of him like swinging his bat into the tower and then yeah and it's then not people, funny it's not funny no it's not funny at all it's not funny at all um wasn't about to let um, yeah i think it's because he did this he did the 9-11 cleat tribute um, but yeah, sorry. I just, I, that's always a funny, the twi- Twitter interaction in my brain. 
trolling you, trolling you're Pete really Alonso trying to get 9 11 in here today <laughs> oh, no 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 trolling pete alonzo is just like gotta be listen he seems like a sweet sweet dumb idiot and it seems like trolling him <laughs> would just be like an absolute blast it's, people like, really don't like him from that home run derby it's it's very funny. Like oh, my, my friend, who's a big Red Sox fan, reached out, reached out to me, and he was like, "Doesn't Pete Alonso seem like the like the jock that would like that would like flex on like the girls when they're playing a sport <laughs> in gym or something?" And, yeah, uh, people don't. He just looks like again. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. Very obviously a very talented baseball player, but he just looks like he's like missing a couple screws loose in the dude, little brain. People just are like, just upset because he beat Trey Mancini, who survived cancer. That's, that's also why people true. are mad. But it's like Trey Mancini didn't. Shouldn't have even been in that. To be honest, yeah. he's a and great ball player, he but he's not a he's not a power hitter like Alonzo or Vlad Guerrero, you know. So and he's yeah, and he also like put up a fight though. It was good to see him in the finals. But I think it's also just like that in in combination with him dancing while like dancing like a little maniac while kids are being like carted off of the field because the kid tore his ACL. And <laughs> that was immediate kind of cut back but he didn't Alonzo know that. Dancing. It no, was of just, course not. No, it was of course not. editing, man. It's not real, man. QAnon. Pete, Dude, Pete. Oh God, I forgot that the home run derby was decided in advance. Pete like, Ten years ago. Pete Anon. <laughs> also, I do want to apologize. No nine eleven jokes are funny, Brandon. Don't even start to tell one. Okay, please. You okay? <laughs> we it, because of 9-11 we couldn't meet ryan dempster after okay that's dude? so true we, wow that's, your I, you're right i have brought 9-11 up twice i'm sorry um anyways yeah your mets what's going on with your mets they they, they <laughs> yeah they sucked a lot against the pirates and now they're be, they're beating the blue jays what's yeah no they've looked good against the the reds and, and and jays but uh but pete since the home run derby the whole the whole thing that hey the home run derby it, it messes up your swing man bullshit bullshit mm. uh dude, also they, Sorry, I'm interrupting again. I got to be better about interrupting, Brandon. I'm so sorry, buddy. Please continue. Why are you saying that? Like you're like I'm doing so it on sorry. purpose. You're being sneaky. Please continue. I was just gonna say everybody was like Shohei's gonna be like struggling for power after the home run derby because he blah, 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 blah. and it's like no, he's he's being fine. He's doing fine. Anyways, Brandon, sorry I interrupted you. With that. But yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> so Pete, so not counting the doubleheader again against the Braves. Uh, Pete's gone 14 for 37, five homers, 10 RBIs, nine runs. Uh, this is home run derby, by the way. Nine okay. runs, seven Ks, and five walks. Uh, uh, his batting line is three seventy eight, four eighty seven, eight eleven, and a one point two nine eight OPS. So Pete has been raking Insane. since home run derby. So it seems like if anything, it unlocked a, a a polar bear or a beast within him. Wow, you think they, they you think they ripped a little polar bear out? We gotta get we gotta get polar bear Pete drinking a, a an ice cold bottled Coca Cola. What are we doing? I know. Well, they do have the Coca Cola corner at uh at City Field, so I don't know why why is that not happening? That's a great question. What's they up do with have the marketing some, there? Huh? I last time I was at City Field, they do have like some sort of Pete Alonzo themed. Well, they have the like, burger concession. That's what it is. Yeah, That's remember I asked like, you if you tried the burger, the the Arctic. No, I famously I famously ordered. What did I get? I got a sausage and peppers, and then the, the the pastrami on rice seemed like the best deal. I was like, "There's no way they're gonna have good pastrami at a fucking baseball game." And sure enough, I was wrong. It's New good York, pastrami. baby. We got good pastrami it's coming New out of the York. sewers. Uh, listen, I had a sandwich for uh, for dinner right before we jumped on, but it was just a bodega sandwich, just like a classic turkey and cheese, nothing crazy. Had to mm-hmm. had to get some energy in me though. I was like, I've been eating since like one p.m. I'm gonna be so low energy on the pod. I'm not gonna be able to make any Pete Alonzo does nine eleven jokes without a little sandwich in my life. So See, I do the are. opposite. I actually do a uh, I do a fast for eighteen hours oh, before getting on the okay. pod. Make sure I'm like really alert. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like your brain is struggling for any nutrition. Mm-hmm. You're, the only thing you can hyper focus on is is like doing an impression of Mike Tyson and Jay Leno. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> do it. Um, but no. yeah, so I mean, the Mets. It's an interesting week for them in trade deadline world. Yes, yes. Because, so they got Rich Hill as well this past week. They they got Rich Hill from the Rays. Okay. 
which okay. you know I love I love our forty one year old uh, seventy mile per hour. Listen, curve we love we love an old king. Lefty. We love an old king. Also, there's a did you read the stats though on on uh, Rich Hill from like pre June post June? Like his pre June stats are great and his post June stats are awful. So oh That's yeah, like, I, like there's some speculation that it's because of the uh, some the speculation. Stuff. Well, listen, but there, but he's not a spin rate guy though. I guess didn't his spin rate drop, but his velocity maintained or something like that. Like I think his spin rate took like a catastrophic like off the. Off well, I don't the, know. Now we're now we're just talking out of our ass. You know that. That's true. Wait, <laughs> Brandon, why stop now? We've been doing this for eighteen episodes now. <laughs> I like but I mean, all. he pitched very well. He pitched five strong innings against the Blue Jays, a very obviously formidable lineup yes, um, on Sunday. Yes. So, and he's also going to be the first pitcher back in black in the Mets' old black uniforms on Friday and at City I'm Field. Back in black. Dude, we gotta pay money for that. Why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my I god, think that, that was a thousand dollars. You're gonna Venmo no! me for that? Oh my god, that's yeah. We've we've officially now lost a thousand one hundred dollars on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, probably more now that I think about it. We we bought a logo. We bought a, a good we bought a logo. <laughs> we bought a logo. Someone needs to Photoshop us, and we <laughs> bought a zoo. Know, <laughs> we bought not. a logo. <laughs> and a we logo. bought. We got you a microphone. I guess I got a. Like, I went from a condenser mic to this casual. Uh, this casual uh, dynamic microphone. So yeah, we got gonna, a casual I, dynamic mic now. That's not what I'm talking about. It's a condenser. Oh my god, Brandon! It's like I don't rec- I don't record music. What is it? what am I talking about? It's not a dynamic microphone. Those are what they use to record drums. Not a condenser microphone. Dude, what is this? this a Circuit re- City podcast? What is this? My brain is exploding. I should know this. I ha- it's a oh, it's a sure oh my mic. god no no I know it's a Sure SM58. But what the hell is a Sure SM58? No, the 57 is the... Di- it is saying it's a dynamic. Okay, I was right. You can fast forward God, if you're I got, listening to this at no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm not done having this like weird Hit the 15 meltdown. second thing that goes in the future. But then they're saying the dynamic mic is the SM57, and that's like the classic instrument, like mic and amp, mic a, mic a drum. Okay, whatever. Anyways, um, I, people, Brandon, people don't know that I'm a little bit of an audio nerd freak, okay? An audiophile? Getting nice and close to the the camera for this one. Ah, um, he's an audiophile. <laughs> I'm an audiophile, Brandon. We haven't even told them that I'm in a band yet. I just realized this. No, none of the audience members know I'm in a band, <laughs> and we have uh, out released a single in three years. We were maybe. not supposed to tell anyone about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget. Oh my god, my uh, my friend Chris. Um, I won't say the name of the band, but I was in a very, very, very embarrassing um, hyper pop pop punk band in high school. Um, and it was like peak of scene pop punk music, like mall pop punk. Uh-huh. Um, and my my good friend, Chris, uh, who also works at the uh, public defender's office that I work at, showed some of our uh, co-workers the, the music video of me in high school. And I think it's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened. How do I find this? And where You've can never we... seen this before? I've never seen the music video. I've heard some of the music. I've never seen the music video, I don't think. Okay. I just... You I should just post I've... it to the Twitter, honestly. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. I think that, the, like, maybe on, like, a, a monumental episode, like a... Like, a, what is it? I don't know. What's a good number? Like, a 50th episode, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think this is something I can just give to... Because it really will make me look bad like i don't look cool um and i wow i guess it's i was like wow sam was at woodstock 99 uh, <laughs> Sam was in a new battle, new metal yeah. band. No, hold on. I'm gonna find a. I can't even find pictures of it anymore. I guess that's a. I guess that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, I was in a very embarrassing band, and they and and Chris showed it to our coworkers, and now you know, look, I I, I look like a big dumb idiot. So, what well, look at you now. Uh, but yes, I guess I will. How about this, Brandon? The first episode that we have a hundred downloads for. This is we're like gonna pimp this out. But the first episode we have a hundred downloads <laughs> for. The next one, I'll share the name of the band and I'll post it on our Twitter. Does that seem fair? Make it 25. 
No, what? No, we would have posted <laughs> we already like, do that. No, I was about to say, stop. Um, no, uh, so yeah, maybe a little incentive to, to I like post it. about our podcast a little bit. That's all I'm saying. I like I, it. Um, and, and also shout out to our boy Billy again, who's just like giving us free promotion all the time now. He's he's a he's an absolute G. He's an um, absolute delight. And Aram, who posted about the episode that we did last week with him, even absolute though the interview delight. got cut short. Yeah, we love Aram. Um, have to have him come on for that farm system system the farm systems ranking. All right, Elmer Fudd. That I um, about. But yeah, so so <laughs> wait, what am I? Porky the Pig or Elmer Fudd? Make up your mind. Come on. Both. Oh, what does that sound like? That's the new Jay Leno, Mike Tyson. That's all, folks. Yeah. Okay. I was like, please Some don't ask me to do it. You I know, I, I can't do the I can't do the cartoon voices. I think um, you're doing fine, Brandon. Anyways, uh, are we I done can't. talking about this stupid dumb Mets? <laughs> you're so you're. You're so out of I've it. Really, like, I've reached the point in this season that I was told, telling you about last week. We're now like Marlins are eleven games out. We're we're like we're not we're not knocking on the door of the of being first place in the division. Definitely not making the wild card in the NL. And the Mets are winning. So my life is miserable. So you're, you're telling me that you're not going to be engaged in the in in the podcast until March of next year? Is that um <laughs> no? Because they're, they're as like I said earlier, we're going to be watching some movies. Brandon, I'm a okay. big fan of film. Oh, y- come on, yes, mom. <laughs> we're going to be watching some just, movies. I, I will just watch all of the Marlins games still. Like, let that be known. I, I will and just be still watch mad about it. You're just going to be, be mad mm. about it. I really just hope they call up Lee Wynn Diaz um, and Jesus Sanchez comes back from COVID and then uh, Jazz recovers faster than anticipated and we can at least watch some of the youth. Maybe Edward Cabrera gets called up in late August. I don't know. That's kind of where my brain's at, Brandon. It's yeah, just well, like, you normally think about watching the youth, so it makes sense. <laughs> don't even fucking start. <laughs> uh, get, this, get this gross propaganda off the pod, Brandon. There's no place for this. Uh, what's up? What's next on the rundown? Let's, how can I power through that awful joke? That's anyway. one of series. Congratulations. Marlins <laughs> split four game series with the Padres. Who are you selling? That's what Brandon did. Salt in the wound. Salt in the wound. Who's we salt in the wound? What player we, is that? <laughs> salt in the wound. Listen, top 50 prospect in the Marlins. Salt in a wound. <laughs> I can't wait to see salt in the wound. Um, I uh, Speaking of prospects, I, I, I was looking at getting some Brooklyn Cyclones tickets. I didn't realize that all the yeah. Mets top three prospects are. Uh, are yeah, man, you should go. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're They might trade Ronnie Mauricio who's there, but uh, you I should definitely already... catch Brett Beatty and, and um, Alvarez. Brett Beatty got promoted to double. He got promoted. You're right. So yes. uh, look at you. You know the Mets. You're pretending like you're not a Mets fan. <laughs> um, but Alvarez, you should definitely catch. Who's uh, yes. And Francis I think JT, JT Ginn is uh, is in Brooklyn now, and he's There's one of the top pro- uh, pitching prospects. I wonder if Kumar Rocker will go there. Or are they going to just put him no, so, in double A? So Kumar Rocker, there's actually something interesting going on in Mets land. So he, went, he was at City Field a week ago for his physical. Okay. And... There's, he was supposed to sign and everything, but there's been nothing. There's been oh, I no announcement. This. Yeah, within the, the last week, and then they asked Zach Scott today, who had a press conference, and that's GM. They asked, say, "Hey, what's going on with Kamar Rocker?" He's like, "I won't comment on any of the draftees until after August August first, right? Deadline. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, so there's they think of- maybe there's some injury going on because obviously that would kind of justify his drop in the draft and drop in velocity during the college world series. Yeah. So I wonder if there's some Tommy John surgery or some, you know, yeah. um, speculating so there, but think- like, or some injury issue that we're unaware of at this point. 
So will they sign him under slot, Brandon? Look at me using the vocabulary we learned last week on the pod. Uh, that could be that. Maybe that's the the debate, right? That they might have to. They might offer him a lower signing bonus, right? Yeah. Aram, where true. are you? Aram, please. Also, I like how we got into some real like high quality Mets talks after I alienated all the Mets fans and they turned the podcast off after <laughs> I made my Pete Alonzo joke. So, uh, sorry, Mets fans, we love you. Brandon loves you. Don't you worry. Um, Don't anyways, you worry. yeah. So. Brandon Brandon thought it would be real cute that it, when he made the run down this week he put who are the Marlins selling as the only thing we I talk was about not with the that Marlins. was not my intention because it's a genuine thing that's happening <laughs> you're being cute quit okay, insult my wounds hey do you want me to tell you about my dream instead uh yeah oh that's right yes 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 related so to I the had Marlins. a dream yeah. I don't know why I'm dr- this podcast is rotting my brain because I'm dreaming about Marlins <laughs> trades but I had a dream that was uh that was uh the Marlins are gonna trade Starling Marte and a pitching prospect. I think it was like eater in my brain for Dylan Carlson on the Cardinals, which I'm like insane. I mean, like, insane I guess trade, it, yeah, I guess it may. I don't, I don't, I don't think know so. I don't think it's enough. I think I, eater just like came on late. So, or came on so early and just had, to I think if the, I think if the car, if the Cardinals were like needed a veteran presence and they were, they were playing a little bit better than they are maybe, but yeah, I don't know, Marlon. You know what? Our Marlins fans, listen. Sound off. Let us know. Would you do the <laughs> Starling off. Marte? Would you do the Starling Marte and and Eater trade for Dylan Carlson on the Cardinals? Honestly, that's yeah, that's a good question. Shout out to Marlins Land. Uh, uh, a fair amount of our uh, of our listeners are in Marlins Land. Let us know what you think. I think I would. I don't know. I'm a little hesitant to trade Jake Eater because I recently invested in an autographed Jake Eater Bowman first uh, rookie card. So I'm a little. Got a little financial investment in them. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're not talking about your your betting your betting habits. <laughs> not, that's not gambling. That's baseball cards, Brandon. There's a huge difference. But it is gambling because if they end up being a, a poo-poo Lewis Brinson uh, prospect, oh, then... Dude, that- that's so funny you bring that up. I was looking up, though, more salt in my wounds. I was looking up <laughs> Lewis Brinson cards after he hit that three-run homer against the Padres the other day. And he's like, PSA 10, which is the the yeah. highest quality card you can get. Rookie, signed rookie cards are going for like $30. <laughs> Oh which is just so cheap because I was like, he's back, baby. He hit a three-run homer. This is the Lewis Brinson we've been waiting for. Time to invest. Uh, and I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. Nobody nobody likes me. I also, when we were talking about that, when you were talking about people writing in to talk to us, I checked our Google email, Brandon. Check the mm-hmm. podcast email. That's nlfeastpod at gmail.com. Not a single email, so I don't know why I did that, but. You got me so excited. You're you're <laughs> you're a liar. You're uh, you're a snake oil salesman. No, that you're was a little fi- bit you're of a fish a... oil salesman. Oh, okay, I kind of like that. That was a little bit of a of a what's that? What, what do they call it in the comedy world, Brandon? A little bit of misdirection. Come on. Hey, hey what is he? Looks at the audience. <laughs> a fish oil salesman. <laughs> Brandon, you didn't do rules of threes. You got to do more rule of threes there. Yeah. What, what is, is he? he? A snake oil salesman? Oh. Scorpion oil salesman, a fish oil salesman. <laughs> We're getting into some real stand-up techniques after we we lamented and, and complained about having to do comedy last week. So I think we're back, baby, Brandon. I think we're back. Um, okay, I got to close out of the Google tab that says Pete Alonzo 9-11. Go back to the rundown. All right, the Nationals lost the series to the Orioles. They lost four games to the Orioles this week. Wow, you're Nationals... just going to ignore the Marlins. Who are they selling, huh? Oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah, Marlins are going to trade Marte because if they don't, he's not going to resign with us there already offered a contract extension and then and maybe the hope is that he get like the the consolation draft pick thing where like if he walks away in free agency then we get a free mm-hmm. draft pick i think that that'll be a worse return than if we trade him right now um we're f- just certainly going to trade some relievers uh yimmy garcia 
Um, who else? Like Detweiler, I could see being mm-hmm. gone. Maybe Blyer. Um, so yeah, I think that's the biggest moves. I think Miguel Rojas, by all reports, is just not going to get traded. Um, apparently, the Reds and Aguilar came after- too, right? He's probably going to stay. Aguilar's probably going to stay too, but I know the Reds specifically came knocking, looking for Miguel Rojas, and the the Marlins just told them no, straight up. I think is the report. Um, yeah, Aguilar could be gone. I think Duvall could be gone. I think Cooper's injury is too uh, is is too recent to to give him any sort of trade value. And he's also just I haven't heard anything. I've heard Jazz is like getting close to rehab assignments. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about Coop. Um, and then I think J- our boy, big shouts out to Jeremy Taché, um, uh, sent me a DM when Braxton Garrett had a good start, and we were just talking about how now's the time to sell high. Um, so I think I could see one of the young pitchers, maybe like a Dax Fulton or a Braxton Garrett, or I hope not Jake Eater. I mean, even Max Meyer for the right deal, I, I, I could see it being happening. But um, yeah, I think that there's like five people that are off uh, limits, and I think it's like Trevor Rogers, Sandy, Jazz, Miguel Rojas. Um, and Edward Cabrera probably, but after that, I think anybody could be gone. Yeah, well, I keep seeing on in Marlon's Twitter land now that I'm connected to to your world. Um, <laughs> yeah, welcome. I keep yeah. So you guys all sound like <laughs> welcome, Josh Beckett, Jeff Conine. That's yeah, like, like all Dr. you guys. Willis. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come, hey, come on back here. We got some Preston Wilson cards. Come on. Hey, come check it out. I also realized that it took us. I was requested to do a Marlins fan voice, and I did. I just ignored the request for ten episodes, and then it happened it. organically. Natural, so organic. That's, that's, that's right, another right lesson in comedy. Let it happen organically. Yeah, let it happen um, naturally. Don't think. Don't think. Don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I keep seeing on Marlins Twitter land that Marlins are trying to get a ML ready catcher or center fielder in yes. these deals. Yes, there was some rumors of Marte to. Well, I guess not some rumors, just some uh, wishful thinking. I think on Marlins Twitter, Pache, Christian Pache, the Braves' top center field prospect for Starling Marte. That's Jeremy just, Pache's cousin, I think. Right? That is, I think it is. I think there's a, some sort of relationship there. Yeah. Um, and it seems like, but Pache is like a, a plus 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 defender and not a great hitter by all accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't think I want. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. But I also don't know what I, I mean. There's a lot of rumors that Marte could go to the Giants too has been a big thing, and then the Marlins fans are salivating over that Joey Bart prospect. Oh, for um, catching, right? Yeah, the Giants' uh, mm-hmm. big catching prospect, Joey Bart. Um, so I guess that's an option too. But I think we would have to give something else to get Joey Bart back, and just like a rental of Starling Marte. Though I was listening to Fish Stripes, shout out the Fish Stripes, and they were hypothesizing that any team that would trade for Marte would probably only do so with the intention of signing him for another long deal. So, um, yeah, long deal, four year deal, but a, a deal. Um, that's yeah, a, I guess that surprises me though because there's so many times where these players are just like because he's like a, a prototypical like hey I'm going to be a rental for your push for the playoffs and yeah. then he enters free agency so I don't know why people are assuming he's going to get that long term deal I guess because he's having somewhat of not a career year but he's having like a he's having yeah I mean so, he's on he's on pace for like 40 stolen bases yeah, he's been hitting so. really well he's and he came out of a slump and he's always just <laughs> like moving moving runners doing the right things Brandon but um yeah I mean I'll be sad I'll be sad to see him to go I really like Starling Marte he's been seems like a great guy and besides when you hear about okay this is kind of funny speaking of my baseball card uh obsession as of late the I don't know if you saw Monte Harrison when we were playing the Phillies made like an insane diving catch out in right field yes I he came in that. as a defensive replay I was so excited we were watching the basketball finals and I was streaming the Marlins on my phone like a goddamn maniac um, and I screamed out loud when he did that and immediately went on eBay and bought three Monte Harrison rookie cards. I got this nice stadium <laughs> club red one. Yeah. Check that out. Nice little red foil stadium club card. And then I got two tops traditional rookie cards, just like the regular mm-hmm. ones. I also just dropped my stadium club one. So I'll probably dented a corner and just ruined any value that it might've had. Um, 
and uh, he immediately went and got into a clubhouse altercation with Starling Marte, was sent down that. to AAA, and then has not been in a lineup since. So <laughs> that's the Sam Clark curse, baby. You're like, you're like, uh, you're like, if you, if you're like, wow, did you see that? Um, did you see that Ohio's considering legalizing marijuana? You would go and buy every stock on, <laughs> that has marijuana in it, and then Ohio never does anything. <laughs> you're acting like I didn't buy Dogecoin, Brandon. <laughs> you're a Dogecoin. A Dogecoin. I'm a Doge- I'm a Dogecoin. But a yeah, Dogecoin. I think that's the deal with the the Marlins trade deadline pieces. Brandon, we should probably touch on the National Series loss to the Orioles, which is so strange. Well, the I think fact they actually they got also, swept. I wrote Series loss, but they, I think they were actually swept they by did the Orioles. Swept. Yeah, I think it was a four-game yeah. series, too. I think yeah. they really just kind of like straight-up lost to the Orioles. Um, so, Nationals fans, I'm sure you're sorry. I mean, I'm a Marlins fan, so I can't really throw too many stones. But I know in our uh, upcoming segment, Feature Future Fans, Brandon, we have a Nationals fan, so I hope that they'll stick around. Um, but yeah, Brandon, I don't know really what happened. I know Scherzer's a little bit uh, being teased as like the highest uh, valued starting pitcher that could be available in the trade market. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the 2019 Nationals are like on on the cusp of a teardown. I mean, they, obviously Rendon's already gone, and and uh, you know some pieces you know have moved on from the team. But I mean, like Scherzer um, and uh, and I guess none of these players are even on that 2019. But Brad Hand, Daniel Hudson, Josh Harrison. Uh, maybe Schwarber was in the aisle and Gomes. Who are Schwarber. Also, Schwarber. Hey there, it's Kyle Schwarber. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Jan Gomes, who's uh, they're both on the aisle. But the crazy one, the one that oh. I'm like a little hyped on. So Peter Gammons, legendary okay. Peter Gammons. Um, he said, that he tweeted this uh, this morning. He goes, keep hearing Washington ownership isn't going to do anything long-term with Trey Turner. Talk about a market changer. So they're considering that God. Trey Turner. It's a possibility, probably won't happen, but it's a possibility that Trey Turner, who I think I saw that I think only has one more year of team control. Nationals only have one more year of team control over him. They might trade him, which is nuts, man. That's I don't know. Insane. Like Juan That's Soda insane. has three more years of team control. He's only twenty-two, which is insane. But um, Trey Turner only has one more year. It's like, wouldn't you want to extend him and yeah. then try to build around him and Soto? I mean, I, I feel like Soto's assuming he stays healthy over these next few years. He'll probably get an absolute. Monster, monster contract when he's 25 and yeah. 20 uh 24 um but yeah i mean trey turner leaving the nationals is wow i mean it's really it's gonna look like a totally different team and if they do end up trading max scherzer i mean the the nationals team teams that we've known over the last five plus years are like totally gonna look different i mean they're gonna go into full re- rebuild mode and also something interesting about them is um a player like Patrick Corbin. So they did Yeah, dude. They did deferrals on all of all of the those contracts that they signed. So like yeah. Patrick Corbin I think is owed fifteen million over a five year period. Five years, I think is what it right? is. Right? Yeah, five years, yeah. Right? So it's like are the nationals like are they just gonna be paying off the, the debt from all these contracts over the next few years? I know. And they, are they just gonna be bottom feeders in the uh in well, the NLEs? If if you're the Nationals like front office, you also have to realize that you like on every consensus national ranking have the worst farm system. Yeah, and so that I think, too, yeah. Like I, they don't have anything coming up, so like you have to assume that they're getting a little panicky and and see this at least the Scherzer as an opportunity to kind of like bolster the the upcoming farm system. Because like otherwise, I don't. I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do. I it would be, and I can't emphasize this enough. Such a mistake to get rid of Trey Turner. Like what? Like he's he's hitting for power now, dude. We talk about this five tools, baby. We talk about the tools all the time, famously on this podcast. And I think that he is just like to the definition, like the most toolsy player maybe in baseball. I mean, he's the second best shortstop in the NL behind like uh, 
seemingly perennial MVP favorite for the next 10 years, Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, this is a guy that you want around. Like, this, ugh, just such a frustrating thing. And, like, yeah, Soto's got three more years of team control, and I know... Just give him a deal. You're the Nationals. Like it's not like you're a like a small market team. Like and you haven't dished out contract. Like very strange stuff, man. So I I really hope that that. I mean, obviously he's he'll torch us. Like if Turner's in the in the division for the next twelve years or whatever kind of monster contract he gets, they'll torch us. But like still, just such a fun player to watch. Does everything. Um, also seems like a friendly dude. Maybe not a Freddie Freeman style friendly dude, but still friendly dude. Um, and yeah, just would be bonkers. But I guess the only I I can totally see Scherzer being traded. And it's like what? It's like the Dodgers and Rays and maybe the Yankees are being floated. I don't know what the Yankees and have Mets. to offer. But the Mets too. And actually. the Mets. Yeah. But Please you know, God, the, no. But Please but that's God. but also they were saying that Scherzer would want because he's only thirty seven Scherzer. I mean, obviously he's a madman, but and but he's like stayed relatively healthy. I know he's had his injuries throughout, but he normally powers through them. And like, um, I know they said he would want a contract extension wherever he's traded to, and he has full veto power as well. That's right, because he's a ten five dude, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. So he so he said that uh, apparently the rumor is that he would not veto. A trade anywhere, though, at this oh, point, but he may have preferences. So if the Nationals are like, "Hey, Max, we have three deals: one to the Yankees, one to the Mets, and one to the Dodgers. Where do you want to go?" <laughs> so yeah. he might be able to like kind of steer. I don't know if it would be that black and white, but he might be able to steer it in one direction. So, um, like your favorite band, Brandon, One Direction. Uh, yeah, I'm always more of a Nile guy than anyone. <laughs> but yeah, um, you too, right? Are you Nile? Yeah. Uh, no, you too is Bono, buddy, not Nile. <laughs> <laughs> very good thank you thank you i uh yeah i don't know man uh i mean i guess i might as well tell another embarrassing story so i also was like a i also toured a lot uh in my my very early 20s and one of the bands i toured with was like just a straight pop band um and like a, a teen pop band uh, i was their merch dude i would sell t-shirts and stuff and did some like just general grunt work road mm-hmm. work um, and they played what that's what makes you beautiful every single night that the one direction song, they covered it every single night on a 60 on a 60 date tour. And I mm. almost like, I could just can never hear that song ever again. I will just lose my brain. My brain will be lost. Brandon will be lost, gone to see. So you're, you were in that band. Don't lie to people. No, I was you not in that, that band. You were Brandon. in, you were like, I did the, uh, t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, if I was in that band, I wouldn't be hosting a baseball podcast. I could assure true, you. True, 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 true. Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> good, 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 good. True, 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 true. Just kidding, Brandon. We, we would actually in that timeline, I wouldn't have met you if I was in that band. So think about that for a second. Let's get oh a little God, butterfly, like butterfly effect. effect. <gasps> yeah. Were you going to say that? I did say that. I just oh. did say it. That's so funny. Look, uh, look at both of us referencing movies from the, <laughs> from the early 2000s. We're All Ashton right. heads. We are. We're big, big Ashton heads. Brandon, we are doing remarkable on time. Um, this is like maybe the most like appropriately segmented and scheduled this show, this show has ever been. So congrats to the new listeners. I know we lost a lot of you at the Pete Alonzo did 9-11 reference, but um, <laughs> I hope that you stuck around for our one of or, our favorite. Or people were like more. I want more of that. Oh, OK. We have a Man, lot of listeners I, in the in the I Saudi Arabia I, kingdom. So, uh, yeah. Wow. We just skyrocketed. Um I was going to say, I think that I texted you. I bet I could dig up that picture uh, if I went far enough back in our text message photos of that. Because I know I made a reference to it. Um, I'm checking now. I think it's just too far back. I texted you too much. But uh, we're buddies, Brandon. Why don't I, I sent you paychecks or something? What is this? Or some picture? <laughs> Anyways, um, what are they sending you a paycheck for? What do you mean you sent me a paycheck? It was like me. It was like a signed document that I had. Maybe I had to print something at work when you were here. Is it like that far back that you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been, been L.A. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was like something. a softball thing. 
softball maybe you had to sign something for softball yeah, i don't yeah. know I'll, we'll look into that but you anyway, will Brandon. not lose any more than 25 to zero <laughs> um anyways brandon if you're a new listener you also don't know about one of our favorite segments degrama de week degrama de week we already yeah. talked about him at nauseam but freddie freeman the dad of the year Mr. 35 plate appearances without a swinging strike. Absolutely mashing right now. We love Freddie. We do love Freddie. And we also, really Freddie did this tonight in game one against the uh, against the Mets. Um, routine grounder to Louis Guillaume playing second base. Louis took his time. Freddie beat it out, man. He beat wow, out a routine dude. grounder. That's honestly weird because I, um, what was I going to say? I got a push notification literally like 10 seconds ago while we were recording from Bleach Report that said, Freddie Freeman, Freeman clutch stretch at first base, all-star split yeah. helps Braves turn two to keep things even versus the Mets. Yep. So, listen, yeah. that's, a, that's a guy we like. Yeah, I think we kind of exhausted everything we could possibly say. Brandon, this is us being bad podcast hosts where I was like, um, hey, we know we're going to talk about this one thing. We hey, planned we a second half for it. But, uh, <laughs> but we're going to still... Talk about it up top because we love him. But yeah, we love Freddie Freeman. I'm, I'm glad that he's doing well and he's playing well because I think that anytime he's playing well, the the Braves look good. They're in this. They're in the the national stories. We love that for him. So um, yeah, our Degrama of the week, Brandon. I don't think we got any more else to add about that. We love Freddie. We love Freddie. All right, Brandon. Oh, for our new listeners that also don't know, we have a segment called 60 Second Stories. And if you've never listened to the podcast and you're also an absolute brain dead bozo, this is where Brandon and I are each going to tell a story that is 60 seconds. And at the end of the timer, that will be cut off. No exceptions, except for every time we make an exception. Brandon, do you have a story for today? Yeah, I got something. Okay. And away we go. So we were talking a lot about music. Um, prior to my current job I, and prior to COVID, I worked at... Uh, a radio station, which I think I mentioned last week, the the mm-hmm. famous alternative radio station out here. And they had a concert that was a little bit left of alternative music, and it was Yellow Wolf. You know Yellow Wolf? Ooh, Yellow Wolf. Yeah, he's I know like, Yellow Wolf. He's like a weird, swampy Alabama yeah. rap, rapper sort of guy. Anyway, him and his crew, this is like the first... We're in this nice new venue in the radio station, um, uh, and... This nice new venue that was built there specifically for concerts for the radio station, and he he's friends with like a biker gang. So Yellow uh, Wolf, Yellow Wolf's friends with a weird California biker gang, and okay. so after the concert, which was a great show, <laughs> I, uh, you know, a great show. But um, no, he was very. And then, uh, yeah. So <laughs> so no, after the show, we were in this lounge area that was built specifically for for listeners to to hang out and watch Mm -hmm, and and, and listen him and his crew, which was a California biker gang. were smoking pot. All right, Brandon, I'm sorry. That's the end of your story. Anyway, I had to go up to these like tattooed, like California bikers and be like, can you not smoke pot? (laughs) How old were you? This was two years ago. My voice. Oh, okay. But I just right. reached puberty like, last year. So. You in high school? Um, What's going on? <laughs> no, I was just very scared because they were like six foot eight and had face that tattoos. That totally makes sense. That and totally I was makes like, sense. Can you not smoke pot? It's a new... We have leather couches. It's a and new it's gonna Can you go outside suck if you want to smoke, please? And, yeah. That's they were actually funny. like, yeah, cool, man. What a... Like, that's that's so funny. That reminds me... I was so. like thinking... Yellow Wolf kind of made me think of... I'm trying to remember. What's the name of... Oh, Modest Yahoo. Remember Modest Yahoo? Like a king without a crown. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know why, but Yellow Wolf, I was like, I saw Modest Yahoo at like a, a, a Disney on like a, a trip as a kid once, which is just like the weirdest place to see Modest Yahoo. But uh, yeah, dude, just, I don't know what, what made me think of that. But no no I, story behind that. <laughs> no story. I did. You were talking about dreams and I did have a, I had like, 
Have you ever done that thing where you dream and it feels like it was through like three hours and you wake up and it's been like seven minutes? I had oh, that yeah, happen. Yeah. I had that happen back to back to me last night. I had to get up at six forty five for work this morning. Um, yes, it's ten forty five by the time I'm done editing this podcast. I'm dedicated to our craft, <laughs> and uh, I had to get up early. And I woke up like naturally at six seventeen, like six twenty, somewhere around there. And I went back to sleep. Had a weird dream about like skipping the gym to go eat nachos at seven thirty in the morning and being like confused with my like it t- felt like a whole process. Woke up, it was like six thirty two, and I went back to sleep again and had another thing that felt like an hour or two long dream about me like walking to my old job at the Hasidic Steakhouse and like then it started snowing and I ran into like friends from like middle school and it was like nobody recognized me. And I had this really weird thing and then I woke up at six forty five just like what the what the hell just happened? It was so strange. And how does that make you feel, Sam? So um, I think that the timeline itself represents... No, I got nothing for you, Brandon. I, <laughs> I actually had to skip therapy today because I forgot I had it, and I went to go open baseball cards with my friend Chris and Nate. So I got a lot to talk you gotta about. You got to talk about that next week. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, just... where were you last week? Um, baseball cards. <laughs> Listen, I got a full-time job now, okay? It's called opening baseball cards, and nobody can doubt me. All right, am I, I, I guess I should get going on my 60-second story, huh? If you want. Okay. All right, you got a timer? <laughs> should I time? I'm going to time myself. Oh, I can time it. I can time it. No, no, I'm going to time myself. Oh, my God. All right, you ready? Yeah. And away. We, we go. go. Uh, all right, so this weekend, I went on a lovely trip. A uh, lovely, lovely trip with 16 of my closest friends. You've got like two uh, friends. Dude. I know. I know. <laughs> Astonishing. Listen, I paid 10 of them. It was a great deal. Uh, <laughs> and we went to the Poconos. We all piled in separate cars and drove up to the Poconos and rented this like huge house, three stories, like just all kind of pitched in and did a, and did a big uh, quality group hang. Um, and the house had a pool and it also had a hot tub. You had to pay $200 extra for the hot tub because they did like change COVID water thing where it was like, it's COVID. So we have to change the water for the hot tub. So if you want to use it, charge you $200 for it. Anyways, um, this Saturday was the, I think I peaked as far as coolness goes, Brandon. Some people peak in high school. Some people peak in college. I peaked uh, just at that age 29 uh, in a hot tub at a rent a house. I, uh, I, we had floaties. We had like little rafts, like little donut tubes. And I decided with a little inspiration from a friend to move the donut tube into the hot tub, put sunglasses on and relax full ways in the hot tub, Brandon, like the coolest guy you've ever seen. Oh, my God. You were like Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, there was a lot of Weekend at Bernie's energy there because I was just like hanging out, like chilling in the, in the hot tub as there were other people sitting around me and I just wasn't really moving a whole lot. It was very funny. But I'll post I, a picture of this on the Twitter account. So I like the uh, the COVID water thing because they they justified that on the concept that no one knows how to, how a hot tub works, right? <laughs> so they <laughs> yes. were like, yeah, we had to change the water and just like pocket an extra 200 bucks. Yeah, we're like, okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah, because yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, COVID in the, in the water. Yeah, you got to change the water. They had a sauna, though, so. Brandon. I got a schwitz. I got a little schwitz. A schwitz? Yeah, I it all out. I, uh, I sweated out all the toxins, Brandon. I sweated them all out while listening to a baseball podcast, actually, funny enough. Uh, Our yeah, own podcast? No, it was it was talking <laughs> baseball like, mm, with the John Boy pod. Good. God, that joke I told was insanely funny. No, <laughs> I uh, I didn't hype myself up that much, Brandon. But anyways, we got a we're getting close to almost actually doing an hour. Our goal for a little behind the scenes every week is to get an hour. Don't uh, tell we nev- people that. We never you tell do them. It. You add time to it. That's true. This is part. You're making it longer. You're talking about how long the podcast should be. I um. So this is we're. I this is based on a very rough estimation. I think five minutes away ish from being close to an hour, um, and we get to our next segment, Brandon. 
Feast or Famine, which once again have not made the music for, and at this point I wonder if I ever will. But it's dun 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 Feast, Feast or, or famine. famine. Yeah, we did the damn thing. Brandon, give me your Feast of the Week, please. My Feast of the Week is that that Padres the, Adam the, Frazier the, the, deal. The, I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> no, it's me. As a, I got it. <laughs> as, the, as the guy that fumbles literally every word he says on the podcast, I got no stuff. You're waiting. You're just word. waiting. <laughs> Say the P word. Say the P word. Say yes, it again. The, the, the Padres out of Frazier deal. Yeah, get, get yeah, it. Yeah, no, I really, I, I don't think the Padres were a team that people were looking to get Adam Frazier um, because they already have a full infield of all-stars. They have Cronenworth, so Tatis, weird. Machado. So weird. Eric Hosmer. And it's like, and the rumors that they're going to trade Hosmer, but I'm like, I don't know if I like that. I mean, they've already established such a great team there. It's like I feel like Hosmer's most likely a veteran presence and like a, yeah, a, and and like a big a big voice in that clubhouse. So like, I don't know if they should do that. I know that the other, um, great addition. I love it, and and I think, you know, the Padres are a very like all or nothing team. So I know they'll yeah. like go on streaks where like they're hitting absolute bombs. And then they'll like not score for a couple days. So I know Adam Frazier is like a very consistent. Obviously, he's like top five in batting average right now. So he's gonna maybe bring that consistency to the team. But I don't know. It's like weird to like kind of square peg round hole it. But I guess since he's uh since he's like such a consistent hitter, I think they'll find a way to yeah to for find sure. Spot for him. I know they might put Jerks and Profar on the bench and have him play in left field. But like he's also played well too. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. But I do love the deal. Um, and yeah, the Padres' offense is phenomenal so scary the nl west continues to be the division that we should have made a mm-hmm. podcast about brandon but instead <laughs> we're <laughs> cursed with our fandom of mets and marlins yeah i think that's really interesting I, I know that i was poking around a little bit on twitter and we were texting about this i think that there, there was rumors of him moving out to the outfield so left field would make a little bit of sense um and then yeah there's just like gonna be a solid rotation i do think hosmer is the 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 one that's out though right it does seem like all accounts are most likely i mean shopping I, hosmer most likely yeah and also they the have Red Sox? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the rumor is right now. I, that's why I think this deadline is going to be one of the most exciting deadlines because there's so many moving parts and there's going to be some surprises out there. Um, so, I mean, the Frazier one was a surprise. I don't think the Padres were on where, you know, people knew that they were. Yeah. Um, and and his, so, uh, Brandon, look at this little, listen to this little plug. So uh, make sure to tune in next week to the NL Feast podcast to get all the updates about this week's trade deadline. Oh, yeah. We have a we have a, a really big hot stove person on next week. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah we didn't we didn't burn ourselves out with two great guests and, and, mm-hmm. and are now all out of options right from the get go. Um, yeah, I think that's great. All right, Brandon, I'm going to get to my feast of the week. Is none other than, as we both established, the best name of baseball. The best name of baseball, Tuki Toussaint, my friend. What Tuki a what a Toussaint. He just recently Toussaint. He just recently. Oh, a Coral Springs kid. Yeah, oh, nice. he's a, he's a Miami lad. Wow, we love that from Pembroke Pines. Wow, it really is. Um, yes, for the last uh, the last what seven days, I think actually in all of let's do this stat instead. In all of 2021, he has a 1.32 ERA in two games, 13 innings pitched with 15 strikeouts and a .73 WHIP. He's been on fire since he came off the IL. Um, pitched on uh, pitched on the 20th against San Diego, and then pitched most recently on the 25th against Philadelphia. Technically lost the game, but pitched seven innings, only allowed five hits, one run, and had 10 strikeouts, 10 strikeouts in seven yeah. innings. Brandon, yeah. So uh, hey, the Padres need that. Brandon. I mean, with with or Padres, geez, the Braves <laughs> need that with with uh, Soroka out and Anderson going on yeah, the aisle. I mean, they need that, and and um, also Kyle Muller pitched really he, well in he, game one today. So it's like, you know, Braves have these role players step up. I mean, that's the name of the game for for them to succeed. When's our when's our first boy of the pod, Enoa, coming back? 
I think he's rehabbing now. Right? He's got to be coming back soon, you'd think. I think so. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see, we're Braves. Not, yeah, we don't know anything about baseball. We're like, <laughs> I think this thing is happening. What do you think, Brandon? What do you think? Do you think this thing's happening? <laughs> um, yeah, but I, for those those that may not have been around, I don't think anybody's honestly been around since the Anoa days. I was like the third week of that of the podcast. Um, but, but but we are big uh, Enoa fans. So, uh, yep, just thought we'd drop that little tidbit in there for you. My famine for this week is... <laughs> That's a transition, Brandon. I'll tell you what. We're nailing it right now. It is uh, the Phillies COVID stats. Yeah, dude. Dude, what Idiots. is going on in Phillies? Land? I think they're less than 50% of their active F- roster, right? Was that it? 55%, something right, right, right around 50. Yeah, right around 50. Yeah, and players like Aaron Nola have like, have like vocalized that they're, they don't want to get the vaccine. It's just, it's troublesome too because like, Obviously, you, no one should be taking medical advice from baseball players, but it's like children yes. still watch that and they listen to these press conferences and they hear and they read articles. So it's like, it's just upsetting. It's just upsetting. And also, like, it, it's a possibility that it screws your team down the line. And I know oh, the Phillies already had this. Alec Bohm was on was on the COVID aisle. So it's like, you could be you could lose core players in the heat of a pennant race for ten plus days. For what? So for like, what reason? Just for like what reason? Yeah, truly, absolutely, uh, some narcissistic bullshit that's happening in the NFL right now too. Is that like um, a bunch of players are being outspoken about being forced to take the vaccine because the NFL said that if they have to uh, postpone or cancel a game for uh, COVID reasons, that the team that had the COVID outbreak is going to have to forfeit the game if there's no way to, to reschedule. It. So, so like that's especially in a season that the NFL is obviously not 162 games. That's a pretty big deal. So there's some players that were Cole Beasley specifically, that little dipshit, uh, who were coming out and saying, <laughs> Cole Beasley sucks, dude. Um, and uh, he's like this short little white slot receiver with like gross fucking hair and like just spitting like anti-vax bullshit all over Twitter, getting into fights with people and being like, oh, I can't have, just shut up, dude. Um, so yeah, so that there's it's not just a, a, a baseball problem, but also I think like already a certain I'm uh, an under 10 but above 5 number of NFL teams are over the 90% vaccination mark so like people are getting vaccinated in the NFL which is good. And I think both our teams hit the 80% mark which allows for like re- relaxed covid restrictions right? I think the Mets are at like 74 but <laughs> oh, okay Marlins hit it Marlins hit above 80% so uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah you guys uh will have some number that's above 80 that's oh, not wins. That's, I, knew I don't know. I, was, I, I couldn't word it correctly. Oh, no, that funny. wasn't bad. That was it pretty was good, fine. Brandon. Was tra- um, my famine of the week. Uh, I kind of didn't come up with one, Brandon. I'm going to be honest. This is a uh, you is love a bad everything. Planning. You're positive. I lo- <laughs> okay, thanks for. I couldn't come up with a spin for it, so I had to make you spin it. Um, what is mine, Brandon? What's up with all this rain? <laughs> All right, so what are the upcoming series? <laughs> uh, Brandon, why don't you give us the upcoming series? You know that's not my job. You know I pimped that out to you as well, Brandon. Tell us the upcoming series in our division this All right, week. the Phillies are hosting Nats Nation, some interdivision battles going on. Uh, and then the Phillies are going to be headed up to Pittsburgh for the Quaker series, right? Whoa. The Quaker State series. I, that sounds um, great to me. I don't think... Eh, maybe people from from Pittsburgh sound like that. Um, then uh, the Nationals, after the Phillies, will be playing Chicago, playing the Cubs at home. As we establish, the Braves are in New York right now, playing that five game series against the Mets, and the Braves will be mm-hmm. headed or back to Atlanta to play Milwaukee. Um, after the Braves, Mets are playing the Reds at home. Marlins are in Baltimore. They got a little American League thing going on. Everyone sounds <laughs> like that. Up. Everyone's from the Midwest here, and then they'll be uh, playing the Yankees at the Lone Depot. Park. What's your favorite series of this batch? 
So I'm always inclined to say Marlins versus Yankees because of the the 2003 World Series rematch. I always think that's fun, but I, obviously that's not going to be the series people are tuning in for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this Braves run is really interesting. If they, I know they took one from you. Did did the did they finish the second game yet? I don't Mets know. Mets are that's... winning one nothing in the bottom of the sixth. Okay, so if depending on how that series goes, and then they go up against the Brewers, who have like three of the best five starting pitchers. What is that? What is the ERA stat? It's like. Peralta, Woodruff, and Burns are all in the top five lowest DRAs. Is that is that what it is? Yes. Yes, that sounds right, right? But they're anyways, they're they're phenomenal starting pitching. If the Braves can come out of that, like winning both series, then I think it's a whole different team and, and it, it might affect I mean this Mets series will affect the trade deadline, but the the winning both series could affect the um the way that we look at the standings. So I think that I think that Brewer series is something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean I know we've kind of talked about it at nauseum. Um, today, but yeah, I mean this the Braves make or break week for the, for these guys. It is for a lot of teams, but it's like make or yeah. break time, and then also it it informs that what they're going to do at the at the deadline. So which is yeah, which is interesting to us, obviously, Brandon. Ooh, we have a trade. <laughs> Oakland trades Andrew Chaffin. Uh, oh, from for the Andrew. Cubs. Oh, from the Cubs. Yeah, the lefty. Yeah, he's a lefty uh, reliever. Yeah, I know the Mets were looking at him as well. So. Well, um, breaking news on the pod. If you're listening to this, it's the Tuesday, so it's not breaking. <laughs> this has already came out at tomorrow. When people time. listen and go, Chafin's gone. <laughs> oh no, not Chafin. Um, all right, Brandon. What else do we got going on here? We got uh, feature future fans. Brandon, remember this segment? Why don't you of remind the, the listening audience um, what this segment is? You know, we we are we're in with with the UK. Uh, baseball fans. We've connected with them. I was messaging Wait, wait, wait. Brandon, 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 Brandon. Before oh. you get into the spiel, I said, what, tell the audience what the segment is. Oh, it's when we, we uh, shout out some <laughs> some fellow baseball fans that we like interacting with throughout the division. Uh, uh, Twitter users that, uh, that are Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nationals fans. Um, as I said, we've connected with the UK folks, though, especially Marlins and Mets UK fans. Um, and Tracy... Um, who's part of the the Mets collective? I believe runs a podcast called At Birds with Balls, uh, which Ooh. is three British ladies talking sports because birds is slang in the UK That's for right. uh, for uh, for uh, ladies. And uh, yeah, big shout out to them. Um, Tracy's lovely, and we love our UK fans. And I have I sent the Sam a voice memo this week. <laughs> this is this is my Irish uh, version. Yes, let's get my it. Irish let's get version it of Garrett Cooper. Okay. Garrett Cooper, that's pretty good. Garrett Cooper, that's pretty good. Uh, should give me, give me uh, a Tucson. Tuki Tucson. Was that pretty good? <laughs> Tuki Tucson. I think also I, we're, we're, being, we're being accused of too posh. We're being too posh. Right? Yeah, we're we're going to mix it up a little bit. Get a little more slang going. You know, how's that? Um, what, what about um, how about uh. Tuki Tucson. You turned into Jack Sparrow, dude. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to... I can only do it posh, is what I learned. I can I do posh, and I can do Garrett Cooper. A Garrett Cooper? Garrett I'm... Cooper, get down here right now. Garrett so Brandon, Cooper. I got some news related to this. So we dropped yeah. 24 standings at Apple Podcasts Great Britain's baseball charts. We went, we're we now at 133 on the, the Great Britain's... Garrett Britain. Cooper, what do I have to do, Garrett? What, what do we have to do? But uh, Garrett <laughs> Cooper... You're good. We've established this. You're good at impressions and accents, and I'm not. I gotta stop. But um, we are. We went up to in the all-time baseball great British uh, podcast ranking. So we're now number oh. 31. I don't really know what that means, but uh, Ozzy Arby's. I can't do Ozzy. Oz- Ozzy. No, 
No, you got this. Come on, Aussie, one more, please. Albies. <laughs> Aussie, Albies, get down here, Aussie. <laughs> pretty great, pretty great. Brandon, also, I would like to give a shout-out. I'm a big fan of the Locked On Network podcast. That's how I actually mm-hmm. found out about our guest last week, um, Arm Layton. Uh, and I think that I want to give a shout-out to our boy Dylan Short, who is the host of Locked On Braves. Dylan, honestly, man, we need somebody that's not a Marlins fan or a Mets fan to come on the pod. If you got some time and you want to come chat us up about the Braves and, and tell us how, how great of a dad Freddie Freeman is, we are we are all game. We need we need to get into uh we need to get into Braves land a little bit, and I think Dylan would be a great addition. Yeah, we're we peach heads, man. We love Atlanta. We're yeah, we do. Yeah, we like some peaches. Why not? We're we we were Tallahassee mm-hmm. boys. That's not too far from the, mm-hmm. the Florida Georgia border. Also, we gave a shout out to Riley Rakes last week, and they were they were kind enough to uh to give us a little bit of a shout out as well too. So we love Braves fans. We're right there on Braves Twitter, Brandon. Um, uh, Travis Darno, <laughs> Travis Darno. No, it's not good. I can only do Garrett Cooper. I can only Garrett do Garrett Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, you're, you're also Cuba. better. At Austin mine. Riley. Ooh, uh, that wasn't bad. Ooh, that, was, that wasn't that bad. I also Densby okay. Swanson. Oh, I really like that one. Blensby Blanspin, our famous mm-hmm. uh, our famous boy. Um, Brandon, we have one Nationals person who we got a shout out to. Andrew Flax of the Nats blog, at AJ Flax. Oh, we love a good blog, Brandon, don't we? We just love, we love any good blog. And the Nats blog, now that's a good blog. All right, I'll say it. I, I didn't take that as genuine whatsoever, sir. No, that would be being earnest. I'd be genuine. What are you talking about? Brandon, I'm not going to lie. I am struggling a little bit right now. The AC, I have to, rec- I have to, I don't have central AC because uh, I live in a, a Brooklyn apartment. So I have an AC unit in my bedroom that I have to turn on um, or off when I'm leaving the apartment. I have to turn it off when I'm recording the podcast. So right now I'm sweating through my t-shirt uh, and I've been hot for about 30 minutes and I, I didn't fill up my good new fancy Yeti mug. So I'm, I'm struggling. I'm dehydrated. I'm losing my energy. You're schwitzing. That's why you should get new cool <laughs> air. It's uh, I don't have you had this yet? We just have a uh, brand deal. For okay, I was about to be like <laughs> an AC what unit. A... Also, we got to start doing. Should we start doing fake breaks? I was listening. to Absolutely, the Bill Smith, dude. The NBA draft. I was like, but before before we get to that, a quick break. Could we, we do, do like... Duolingo for Irish accents? <laughs> get it, Cooper. Get it, Cooper. We got we got to get a. That was my best one yet. We got to get a. Uh, we got to get a sponsor, Brandon. Do you know anybody that is interested in sponsoring a podcast that has about fifty downloads a week? You know, I'll ask, around the, I'll ask around the water cooler. I don't work in an <laughs> office, but I'll ask around the water cooler. I actually do work in an office. Uh, maybe we can get some. I, I, I mean, also just like a, the something that is a provided constitutional service is not something you can really advertise on a podcast like public defense work. So uh, I might be a little SOL, my friend, honestly. I don't know if that's how that works. SOL, the new soul fan <laughs> for your. <laughs> All right, Brandon, before we go, please email us for the love of God. Brandon and I are sitting here talking like two jackasses for an hour and 15 minutes every week. We need more content. Email us nlfeastpod at gmail.com. I cannot emphasize this enough. Anything you email that does not contain any sort of slurs or any sort of like offensive language or, or, or sex, anything, a homophobia, anything like that, something that doesn't have that in it, we will read it on the pod. I promise you. Baseball related, not baseball related. Um, yeah, check it out on the pod. Also, Brandon, though, we've had some, uh, we've had some, we got a plethora of reviews last week. And like we said, we famously knew better than to read them all because we knew that we were not going to have any this week. And Brandon, that's the, that's the case again, my friend. No podcast uh, reviews were left for us, my friends. So uh, no, we do. We have three. Remember from the other week. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying we have two ones that were uh, remaining from the the holdover of last week. Oh, yes, so also, yes, please, of course. I apologize. Please record us on. Please review us on Apple Podcasts. Any five star review we will read on the pod as well, such mm-hmm. as this one right here. Hot, hot, hot. 
from Section 8 Girl 87, Hot Pod, Hot Boys, and Even Hotter Takes. Brandon, I agree with two of those. I don't know if we've had any hot takes. Our takes are pretty mild, I'd say. We're pretty recycled. I would say we, we make a bold statement, and then we back. And when someone asks to back it up, we go, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's just what I think. That's just what I think. That's, and that's, that's, that's my nice. opinion. So, so yeah, we don't have any. No ex-woba on this podcast. <laughs> ex-woba. Also, finally, we had another review. Love for another five-star review. Brittany is writing a review. I wonder who wrote this review. Love this dynamic duo and their hilarious back and forth. A new fave. So thank you, Brittany. We appreciate the nice reviews. And if you leave a five-star review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it. And if you email us, nlfeastpod at gmail.com, we will read it. Brandon, before we get out of here, we need to do some plugs. Why don't you tell the audience how they can uh, follow you on Twitter and keep up with all of your hot takes? You can follow me at Brandon. Brandon Grosso. <laughs> Brando Grosso. I can't do I can I can only do Garrett Cooper. No, that's not that bad. You're, gonna, okay. you're, um, you're better than I am. Follow me yeah. at Brando Grosso Grosso. Follow the NL no. Feast Pod at, yes. at NL Feast Pod. And no, Sam, what's no, yours? No, 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 no. NL Feast at NL yeah, Feast. Just at NL Feast. Oh, God. We're, I know. We're How long struggling. have we been doing this? 18 weeks. Um, <laughs> and make sure to follow me at NL Feast Sam. Famously committed 100% to the pod. I changed my uh, my Twitter handle to, to kind of do some advertising. But Brandon, I think that's it. Do you have anything else to say before we get out of here? Get it, keeper. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.